bees in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire siphon order. It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gandahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gandahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent Green is people! So welcome, listener, to Starcrashed. We watch films and we talk about them. My name is Ebba. <laughs> My name is Linnea. <laughs> That's a very so, short and concise description yes, of what we do. Yes. I think I think that's what we'll have to go with <laughs> from now on, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it only makes sense. Yes. Um, so yeah, we watched a film from 1958 called A Night to Remember, and in our um, so we would sort of call this a disaster film. It's what we've been watching recently. And uh, would you like to talk to me a little bit about what A Night to Remember is about? What sort of disaster are we going to remember? (laughs) Well, we have in our most recent episodes covered disasters like Meteor Strike and uh, Hindenburg, etc. So we figured that at least at one point we would need to talk about shipwrecks. Of some sort, and uh, the obvious one is of course Titanic. But mm. we didn't choose James Cameron's Titanic, even though I did watch that one also prior to this episode. Uh, but we are talking about, of course, A Night to Remember, which is uh, not the earliest Titanic adaptation, but one of the more famous ones. And uh, not to spoil our discussion here, but probably one of the better ones. I think uh, we are going to agree on, but uh, we shall see. <laughs> Yes, and I, I also just like to pinpoint, like, there are so many Titanic oh, um, yes. adaptations, or however you, what, what would be the appropriate word. Like, they, it's it's weird how close to the disaster that they actually started making films, I believe oh, it was yeah, like 22 they, or they, something. They, or, yeah, yeah, they made, they made one, um, it's now lost, so you can't see it. I think it was called Saved from the Titanic or something. They made that one like a few months after the disaster. And it actually starred a woman who survived the actual Titanic disaster. And I'm just like, I I wish I could see that one. That's that's awesome. I'd love to watch that. (laughs) Just to watch like that survivor. Yes. It's it's the weirdest thing to do (laughs) a thing like that. But I'm sure... I'm sure there are other examples of that thing too, where they sort of have a moment maybe honoring someone from, uh, you know, any disaster that they made a film of. I'm sure it's not the last time that's happened. <laughs> it's just really weird when you think mm. about it. Mm. Uh, wow. But it's, so it was lost, unfortunately, you said. Yes. Like the ship. Uh, exactly. Kind of. Exactly. Yeah. Not in the <laughs> same way. Um, but no. Yeah, kind of. Um so, A Night to Remember, it's a British film. Uh, the director is named, is named, his name is, can you tell that I haven't spoken English? Like, we haven't <laughs> talked like this for so long. <laughs> My English is weird. Anyway, so it's Roy Ward Baker. I haven't seen, I haven't heard of him before. I haven't seen anything else by him. But this film uh, like you said, we were going to get into it, but this film is wonderful. Like it's a fantastic film, and I'm so happy that you, um, you know, made us watch it for this <laughs> podcast because it's 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 a real it's an incredible film. I was like, yes. you know, on the edge of my seat, even though you know what happens, you you know what will happen, you know, the tragedy of it, and and still you're like at the edge of your seat and just um, glued to the screen. I felt like it was. Fantastic film. Absolutely fantastic. Yes. So, uh, and you know, I haven't, you said that you, you, you'd watched um, Titanic 99 um, for this podcast. And I sort of said, oh, I'll, I'll probably watch it as well for that. But I, I just haven't had really the, I haven't had the feeling for it. And that is a long film that like, that's a commitment. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I just, I, I could, I couldn't, uh, I wasn't in the mood for it. But I do, I remember that film enough i think like the, the the feeling of it certain scenes and things like that so i feel like even though i haven't seen it in many years i'll, I'll i can 
we can compare <laughs> yes <laughs> because good. the differences are stark indeed <laughs> <laughs> so uh for good and bad let's say like i don't yeah. you know but uh, they're they're very different films it's it's almost weird to compare them in a way yeah uh, yeah but it, it makes for an interesting comparison though so i'm Absolutely. really excited since you watched it for the podcast um the 99 version i'm i know you have more to say about it so yeah um, <laughs> my, my opinions may yeah. be controversial but we'll get to that that's okay i'm here to dampen them a little bit <laughs> with my still i'm still pro titanic 99 it didn't make me like completely negative towards 99 they're just so different yes and i can see why you'd prefer either one of them so absolutely yeah. yes, yes. Uh, but why what okay so titanic 99 most i feel like most people have seen it like it, it's such it, it's a film that so many people have seen what differs um in what way d- does uh, a night to remember differ from titanic 99 which is more bombastic more emotional um like how would you describe it what's the differences well i think a night to remember um has and this is gonna sound strange because they they are both focused on a ship disaster but i do feel like a night to remember focus more on titanic actually um (laughs) while james cameron's titanic is more on the people uh, specifically Jack and Rose, but Jack and Rose are more, they are not based on real characters, but they are representations, kind of, of you know, Rose mm. is the first class and Jack is the third class, and they sort of mm. represent those two uh, groups of passengers. <clears throat> and I, I mean, of course you can you can go with the nitpicks, like, oh, but you know, the, the ship actually breaks in two, and it does that in James Cameron's Titanic, because we know at that point, because we have discovered the wreck that the ship broke into, while a night to remember does not, because they didn't know that at that point. Mm. Those, uh, yeah, there are differences like that, but not as many as you might think. Uh, we at the point of making a night to remember, they actually knew quite a lot of the disaster. Um, so I think it boils down to. The different ways the two directors sort of approached the disaster. James Cameron was very... F- he, he made sure that like the interior designs and everything looked exactly like the real Titanic. Yeah. And that's a huge bonus point uh, for him. Absolutely. And he had all these famous characters. He named them all. The Guggenheimer, Astor, etc. He had all those people that they were named. They are not necessarily named in A Night to Remember. Like, I don't think we have a particular person that we know is Astor uh, or Guggenheimer, but we have characters that are sort of like, oh yeah, that, that ought to be him. Mm, mm. That sort of fits that part uh, or, or that... Uh, he he fills that same space that maybe Guggenheimer did. So there there is. I kind of feel like I'm rambling here, but no, but... no, no, you're not. <laughs> Go on, do ramble. <laughs> Even though James Cameron's have all these details and he has made sure they are in the movie, and like I said, absolute plus for him uh, to sort of weigh up some of the negatives I'm going to say later on on that film, but but. He's, he spends a lot of time with the relationships of, well, Jack and Rose, obviously, but also sort of the different classes and then the mm. people on board. Mm. And that's absolutely fine. I think that's an approach you can take. While A Night to Remember, the the main character, I would argue, A Night to Remember is Light Toller. He's one of... Uh, mm. Is he the... Third second officer. Sec- second, second third officer. officer. Yeah, second officer. Um, and he instead instead of representing first class passengers or third class pas- passengers, he represents the crew, and more in how they sort of deal with the disaster. And I think I won't say that the night to remember is not emotional because it absolutely is, uh, but it's not quite as romanticized as James Cameron's Titanic mm. is it's more of um, 
more objective emotions uh, because it and I to remember tries to keep very true to the actual events and it is actually a very accurate depiction of what happens um, in most parts um, and it's sort of the movie the movie begins I think it's not the very first scene but it's like the second or third scene with Titanic being um, named I don't actually think it was named like that in real life but it's mm. it's sort of symbolic I think because We've been introduced to Light Toddler, now we're introduced to the second main character, which is the ship itself. While in James Cameron's Titanic, we have Jack and Rose, and they mm. play a different dynamic with the viewers than, than Light Toddler and the ship does in The Night to Remember. That was a long spiel. I kind of feel yeah. like I, I rambled no. a little bit there. but No, yeah. you, didn't, you did not ramble. You, you were coherent and... and, and uh... <laughs> actually concise even but there is a <laughs> there is a lot of differences so that makes like you have you have to sort of um stake them out like what they are and i feel like you 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 mentioned that titanic is like the character basically and i think that's so true because like i cannot remember the name of anyone except the second officer and i'm i'm still it, it's like it's light light roller light, light roller? toddler light taller you see like i couldn't like i didn't even get but it's 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 one of those things that like i still i i see their faces i see the scenes with these people in them but but their own drama isn't the main focus like for mm. example i would titanic is a is a romance film almost and i think yeah. that's fine i think it's kind of interesting to take it a disaster like the iconic titanic and and truly make it into romance film uh, and then have everybody like it and and you can sort of like go like yeah but it's a, it's a romance film <laughs> like, <laughs> i think it's 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 nice that people just really love a good dramatic romance a tragic romance people love that shit it's so like ancient in our in like some in humans you know but i think um and you you also mentioned that like the, the um titanic 99 they sort of deal with class a lot like they they portray the differences between class and you know you've got this romeo and juliet story with the third class and a man and the first class lady um but i also feel i also feel like titanic also did this um showed the differences between class uh, very well uh, they did make more people from first class hmm more of their people's um, experiences because they are, like you say, it, it kind of feels like you, you, you could Google who these people are. Mm. And I think that's because they survived or they were witnessed by people who survived. Exactly. And most of the third class in comparison died. So just they just didn't survive um, the same amount of stories from that tragedy exactly. as from the first class um, citizens. Uh, or passengers, I should say, not citizen passengers. Um, so, so I think, but 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 still, like it portrays the whole, you know, several times it was shown how the crew, like whatever their designation was, but the crew held back people at the gates, and they're just like, let us pass, and you know the boats are going down half full, like yeah. they're like even though and <laughs> and the, and the first class people are talking about their luggage, they want to bring their luggage, and like. It's so I think it was actually kind of excellent in its portrayal of the of how differently people treated the way the butlers and and these um, staff is talking very sensibly and very um, respectful to the first class um, passengers like oh please come would you come with us there is a disaster like there is um, mm. uh, they wouldn't say emergency because they did, really didn't want to use the word but they were like <laughs> please come with us we need to go on this uh, small boats <laughs> it will be lovely <laughs> you know please come <laughs> uh, while they were just like you shouldn't be here get the fuck down into the basement with you like f to, to the third class passengers so I think it was it was um really interesting and I think it did send a very um important message there um but it but it did it in a different way than Titanic mm, mm. Um, definitely um but I like that they both had dancing scenes in, in third <laughs> class <laughs> like yes. Cameron was like I gotta do the dancing scene but I can do it better <laughs> 
<laughs> I do feel that James Cameron has definitely seen this movie oh. before he made his, oh, for his film. Sure. <laughs> yes. No yes. doubt about it. <laughs> 100%. And I, like when I was watching it, I was like, it's, it's incredibly like brave and ballsy of Cameron to still want to make a Titanic film after watching this one. That was like my yeah. takeaway also. I was like, wow, he, he really thought he could do better. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know? Or at least do it some, differently. He uh, did do it differently. Yeah. And yes. some things, maybe he did do it better. Like you had different techniques and you have different ways of like telling a story. So maybe in some parts, but in, in other parts, I definitely think A Night to Remember did it better. Uh, I mean, that's why it makes it so... Like one of them is, is more almost like quiet and hmm, what would be a um, uh, a good word for it but like a night to remember is more like quiet in the way it shows the uh, like people scream people like it's 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 absolutely you know insane at times but it's still like there's not a lot of like music there's not mm. a lot of those like that we take for granted it's sort of like um, the camera that follows the action because it's still the 50s and this is a, like a British film from the 50s te- being very somber still. Yes. Uh, it's almost like a eulogy. Uh, a eulogy with criticisms, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> that still points out the flaws of the person it's giving the eulogy of, you know? Uh, it's that kind of film in mm. comparison to the more like uh american and i it's not a i'm not saying american as in a bad way like just like a more american version with the james cameron you know the bombastic the theat the the, the dramatic the the um, the emotional explosion mm. you know, all of mm. those things mm. that i feel like is is more um how we might um expect disaster films to be emotional disaster films to be um so, yeah, uh, I also, you know, you see, Lina, I can also ramble. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's like, I can also go on about this. <laughs> there are very good movies to ramble about, I do think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but then at the, at the same time, you know, there are the obvious similarities between the two movies because both of them are very focused on, on, on staying true to the actual mm. events. Like, I, I have seen Titanic movies where they take much more liberties with uh, things just to sort of make it more dramatic and fine it's a movie you want it Mm. to be dramatic and exciting and everything I don't mind that but I do think that these two movies they do a very good job of of staying true to the actual events Um, and I'm saying that as someone who has read quite a bit about Titanic I'm, I'm kind of interested in shipwrecks in mm. general and Titanic is obviously a pretty big it's one. The one. <laughs> yeah. It's the one. <laughs> I mean the whole reason that we are so interested in Titanic and will always be and that we keep making movies about it instead of the all these other shipwrecks is because Titanic had just everything. You yeah. know, it was the largest ship yeah. at the time. It was claimed to be unsinkable. It was its maiden voyage. Yeah. It was the captain's last voyage before yes. retiring. Yes. The owner was on board. The designer yes. was on board. Everyone was on board. A it's lot of famous insane. names. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> I mean, it's really mental. Just like how how big of a thing. I mean, even without, for, in that time, like how, how big of a thing that voyage was. And then you put it in the, like, in the context of like this disaster happening. Like, of course, it's going to be this huge historical thing. Mm. And then you have all these micro things happening on the ship as well. Like how the third class passengers were treated. There weren't enough life, lifeboats. There weren't enough for regulation, apparently. But like... <laughs> not enough and and like just how how unprepared for emergencies like how people just don't take directions they don't expect like it's it's just all these really small things that i just feel like must have made such a big impact on safety afterwards like there must have been like oh shit of course we need lifeboats enough for people like of course we can't say like i read this afterwards because i was like um, and, and, and I want to talk to you about this thing because okay, now I'm rambling a little bit here but 
in Titanic 99, I remember the boats I think it's go- 97. I've been saying 99 the entire time. 97 sounds more right now that I just said. Yeah. Uh, yep. So yeah, 97. Um, in that film, I remember the boats going down looking way like it's not even half full. It's like mm. a tenth full. And, and in this film, they did look like there were people on them, but you, they could scoot and fit in. Mm. way more people mm. also um and i appreciated that because it didn't it didn't cast um light 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 taller and and um, the people who work with them in such a bad light that the 97 version kind of did like with the really unfilled boats going down yeah and and i was like there's just like why because light taller seemed so um um competent in the film mm. i was like he seems he seems really competent like he they everyone like most of these people seem to do their really best like everyone from the people you know digging the coal and holding holding down the everyone is like really <clears throat> trying here but some at places here things just go badly because the routines aren't there uh, they just aren't there so I, I checked up Wikipedia because I was like curious um, about Lightoller and um, apparently he heard when they said women and children, he heard, oh, only women and children go on these boats, not prioritize women and children, <laughs> like only women and children. And then apparently he thought the boats wouldn't be able to take the weight and please, since you know more about Titanic, stop me because like we all know Wikipedia is good, but it's sometimes not good. <laughs> so he was like, oh, I don't think the weight will hold because apparently there was a history of the mechanics not being able to take the full weight. Mm. So he had a plan of like filling them closer to the waterline where they could like f- fill them later or something like that. Mm. So hence you have him throwing people off the boats once they've made it on. <laughs> him just not letting more people on it, even though there is space. Um, and and um, yeah, I, I forgot what I was going to say last. Uh, <laughs> but things like that. And it just like highlights the necessity for good routines, good safety mm. regulations. And I think it just it's <clears throat> such a good fame for that as well. Yes. <laughs> because it doesn't paint people to be bad guys. It no. paints people as trying to do their best under extreme circumstances. And that's when like routine and practice is of the essence, basically. Yes. I think that's kind of where A Night to Remember and James Cameron's Titanic differ a little bit. Mm. They both, I'm not going to say they, either of them take an ahistorical take on things because that this is sort of one of the bigger controversies when it comes to um, Titanic of what should have been done, what was done, who did what, did they do the mm. right thing? That it's that that has been discussed since the ship went down, and it is still being discussed, and mm. no one quite has come to a conclusion of of what was really the right decision. I think a night to remember because they have made a choice to have light toddler as sort of the main character or the one that we follow the most they also sort of automatically have to make him the hero of the story yes you need More. one hero yeah like you exactly need one character exactly that is a hero in this story. Um, and he's a very good character you know as term, in in terms of like the the context of the film um but he's a little bit more heroic in the film that maybe he was in in real life uh but then at the same time i think James Cameron has sort of taken the other way of villainizing some of the crew. It's not light tollers specifically, perhaps, but another one called Murdoch, uh, who actually yes. he oh. fires a gun and then eventually shoots himself in James Cameron's Titanic. And right. that I think is that that is rumored but not confirmed or something of that nature there, there has been talk about one or more of the officers officers actually bringing out guns to sort of control mm. the panicking folk masses um but it's most some some of it is um uh, un- unconfirmed um and i think in my opinion is that james cameron villainizes them too much 
um, because I don't actually, like you said, I don't actually think any of the officers were trying to do wrong. No. I think they did no. the absolute best they could. And it was a question of miscommunication and panic and stress. And like you said, Lightoller maybe thought that the boats couldn't hold all the people. Fair enough, maybe they couldn't. I mean... They were, they were, they were and he was like, and... women and children only. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There's room, but you're not coming on. <laughs> and I was like, and also that's that's one of the things I, I feel is uh, kind of heartbreaking, heartbreaking at times. Like when you see that some some men <laughs> have made it on and, and then they're sort of like dragged off. Mm. And you're just like, I guess he dead. he's dead. <laughs> like it's horrible like it's 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 awful it's uh um but i think like the the way that a night to remember is really like almost like reserved no reserved is not the right word but like uh but you know like it's um it's somber in the way that it tells the story i think it also hammers in the point like it doesn't have these extremes the only extreme and that i would also like to hear your opinions on would probably be the drunk baker and i know that this is like one of the stories from titanic that there was a drunk baker and he also makes an appearance in the 97 version um mm. where he um i think he offers one of them a drink or something at a really weird point doesn't he or is that just from my memory i think he does uh, that I think he says his, remember. Yes. I think he but, says like, "Oh, drink brandy because it'll keep you warm in the water" or something stupid like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, some yeah, and it's 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 the one thing I feel like maybe didn't quite fit in this film. Like it's almost like comic relief at one point. And I'm like, this, this isn't it. <laughs> like <laughs> to to be fair though, if I was on Titanic and I knew I was not making it onto a lifeboat, I would like to be drunk. <laughs> I mean, he, he looked the least bothered. So I was like, I was thinking once at one point when he made it up to the people and not just drinking in his cabin and he looked the most unbothered. And I was like, you know, he, he yeah. probably got the right idea, honestly, because like he's he's calm. <laughs> he could even like, he even had the mindset. And this is all, one of those things. I was like, is this comic relief or is this, did it happen? Like, what's the, what do you want to tell here? But he, he, he threw down like a beach chair or two for people yeah. to grab onto in the water. And yeah. I was like, that's good thinking of you. But like, what is this scene? <laughs> I was like, that's weird. <laughs> You're weird. But like, what are you? I don't know. <laughs> well, I think both, both in James Cameron's Titanic and A Night to Remember, there are, like you say, a, a drunk chef or, or something similar. Uh, and I think both of those are actually based on like a, a real witness account of yeah, there being so, yeah. a chef who essentially just sort of climbed higher and higher on top of the Titanic as she went down. And he actually like grabbed onto the the tip of Rain. her. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like the tip of her until that tip went under the water and then he just sort of stepped off or something it, it it's a very uh yeah it's a it's a strange tale but that is really uh, weird and i of, also yeah. have to question anything that happened past the point where the lights went out uh like <laughs> yes really <laughs> like the closest light is like 10 miles away on a boat that won't respond to them mm. <laughs> like that's another thing that i did like about this film like the whole like them communicating with Yes. with the boat like that that thing was like so tense and so like ah for the love of god pick up the signs people like it was so <laughs> ah frustrating yeah but again one of those like oh they're sending up flares all the time must be a company signal i don't know like it's one of those things again like regulation routines you know agreed upon ways to communicate like mm. these mm. things are very very important and here you see why <laughs> i think yeah and that that's one of the other reasons why sort of titanic the actual disaster has sort of become famous because this was I won't say it was the first because I don't actually know that but it was one of the first like big disasters when they had wireless communications mm. because there mm. had been ships before that probably struck an iceberg and sunk but we don't actually sure. know yeah 
because they didn't have wireless communications, so we don't actually know what happened to them. They vanished. Uh, there are cases like that. There are cases like that from White Star Line, the same yes, company that owned Titanic. So. There's a ghost story about one of those yes. ships. And yes. uh, yeah, well, we're not going to get sidetracked, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but here, for like the first time or among the first times, we actually have like the actual communication from the ship to the other ships. And it's very dramatic. And I think A Night to Remember definitely has a more focus on that than James Cameron mm. does. Um, I think one of my biggest disappointments with James Cameron's movie was that he didn't show Carpathia or Californian yeah. at all. And I'm so disappointed by this. And that, the drama <laughs> you get out of that. It's yes. incredible. Yes. Like the tension, the... the <clears throat> oh. It's one of my like, yeah, one of my favorite scenes, probably my number one favorite scene from a night to remember, is when the Californian no, sorry, Carpathia when Carpathia responds to um, the distress call, uh, and I actually I sent that scene to you beforehand, yes, so you yes. watched that one before, and you were like, oh, that's <laughs> so like, dramatic, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> because because Carpathia's response, and also. Californians' response or non-response to the disaster, uh, as well as there were several other ships sort of in, in, in the era that heard the distress call, their response to this is, I think, a huge part of the tales of heroes and villains in mm. this story, because mm. Carpathia and her crew were... They, they were made such big heroes after the disaster. Uh, some of it may be a little bit how should I say it's, it's not undeserved but it's I think uh, the press maybe enhanced what yeah. she did a little bit uh, but what, what she did was still very heroic and just she went steaming right ahead incredibly mm. fast and there were icebergs where she was headed so it was yeah it was, it was so dramatic um and yeah, so, I so like that scene that, yeah. a lot. Yeah, and I'm the so captain on that ship, like he was like, "You do that. You go there. We're gonna need to do that." And also this. Let's go, <laughs> like keep the people in the in the in the hytter. <laughs> in the cabins. Keep them yes. there. Don't have them run around. Like he was like so. And you could sort of contrast that a little bit to how the captain of. California. Titanic. No, Titanic oh, was. Okay. Also California, absolutely. Uh, when it comes to California, like they are kind of the bad guys, but they do show them like they're just humans and they, they, they haven't come upon these rockets before. Like they have, they just, it's unknown. Like maybe Titanic are celebrating something. You know, you don't, I, I get it. You know, when you don't mm. have rules of conduct, then it's not always so easy, you know? However, they knew there were icebergs there, though. So, like, why wouldn't you <laughs> maybe connect <laughs> the connect dots? dots. Man, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, um, anyway, so with the captain of the Titanic, I think he's also quite sympathetic in A Night to Remember. I don't quite remember him as well in Titanic. I just feel like he wanted to die with the ship or something like that. That's my takeaway from... <laughs> From here but i do feel like he was like mm, okay yes we shall uh, yes oh we have an hour left um we don't want anyone to panic don't mention the iceberg everybody uh, it was a bit like that uh, and i get like you don't you can't have people panicking like there would be like people would jump off the ship probably and there would be like it wouldn't work but still like his his reaction to it uh, when you compare to carpathia <laughs> it was yes there was a difference, at least. I'll put it like that. Yeah, I don't know if they intended for that difference to be like something you observe, but it it, it did it did strike me how. Yeah, I think uh, not not to harp on Titanic's captain because he was put in a very difficult situation. Oh, and... oh, oh, for sure. When he he was like, we have boats for two hundred people. <laughs> yes, he was like, well, fuck me, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I do think he he probably did the best that he could, but I also think, uh, partly based on witness counts and partly sort of based on my own interpretation of events, he kind of at some point lost it a little bit. Like he yeah. he couldn't he couldn't keep track 
simply no. of of the evolving events and i think that's honestly quite fair um yeah. but, but it it is also a very interesting sort of contrast between carpathia's captain titanic's captain and california's captain yes of how they react they, there yeah. is actually there is an interview you can find it on youtube with Carpathia's captain, where he ta- oh. he talks, or it's maybe not an interview. It's more him sort of reading, reminiscing. Or, yeah, no. he he. I don't know if it's like an autobiography or something, but he's like reading uh, a text that he has written on when he explains the events, mm. and he talks about how he he had three doctors on board, and he put one in charge of first class class passengers oh. and second class and third class, and it, it was so organized. <laughs> I believe that, like based on yes. how they portray him in A Night to Remember, like he seemed like he had he had his shit under control. Like he absolutely, yeah. he was f- laser focused. And I do think like you can be, you can probably be a very good captain, and you can probably handle emergencies, smaller disasters. But I do think that not everyone can handle something <coughs> like this. Like it, it takes a certain type of people to really be that leader. Mm. So I can see why someone can kind of fail a little bit. Uh, like he, in a night to remember, like he gives out the orders, um, but then, but then he just sort of drifts, checks up: is this and this happening? Okay. Like he, he, he sort of disappears a little bit, and I, like you say, he, he, he lost it. He probably felt like, okay, well, I'm going down with the ship, obviously, and <laughs> yeah. And I think that's also you know. sort of, you know, our, as we mentioned before, there was a lack of structure. And I mm-hmm. think sort of the command structure on Titanic probably dissolved. I, it didn't work. Like no, you had the, the bus boys. I hope that's the word for them. But like the, the sort of um, children who do small errands and they run, mm. you know, maybe make sure the elevators go up and down, you know, things like that. And they were just like standing around smoking in the in the saloon or whatever and i was like what, what are we supposed to do and and by now like the boat is like leaning <laughs> and i'm like i'm like screaming at the television inside my head like your children get on the boat <laughs> but the man who was talking to him was like oh put up the cigarette and then he leaves i'm like they are they are kids put them on a boat for god's sake <laughs> like it's just like no one they were just like will someone give me an order i don't wear uh, it's really, really bizarre. However, also, um, I, d- I did, I, because in Titanic 97, I'm, I'm jumping about a bit all around here, but because now I think of other people who had jobs on the boat. So in Titanic 97, uh, you know, the, the coal, the engine men, let's call them the engine men who puts the coal in the engines. Uh, I don't remember them having a lot of screen time, and when they did, it's when they they flooded and died and i don't know uh how many made it from there i'm, I'm rec- i reckon many people died from there but but um like the lower you are in the boat the more you die is the yeah rule much. of thumb yes. in titanic excellent yes. um but I, I do like how much screen time they got in the night to remember because you got to see like how they first they worked to have the boat running like when everything was normal and then after the disaster how they like organized their escape um and then when they were ordered to go back down again and they worked and they did they they held a pump to pump out the water or something like that Mm -hmm. and they just like Mm -hmm. like really heroic stuff like they are in the bowels of this ship and there is water all around them and they're like Mm -hmm. doing this thing because so so that's at least one one part of the command chain worked and then there was also one guy who was like, okay, let's go now. Save yourself. Let's go. Let's go. A little bit too late, maybe. But still, like, it, it was really interesting to just see their struggle and what they were doing, uh, which I feel like from the 97 film, they just sort of felt like collateral damage almost. Um, probably to sort of send home the message of like, the lower you are on the hierarchy. <laughs> The less yes. people care about you, <laughs> and yeah. the more shit you take. Yeah. Uh, but I still, I still thought it was nice to just see them, see them more, <coughs> basically. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I, ca- I, I kind of feel like that is also one way the two movies 
differ. I mentioned in the beginning that I actually think A Night to Remember focuses more on Titanic, sort of as a character. And because in that film we don't really have these famous persons named and pointed out to us, it means that sort of the focus among the people on board Titanic, it's sort of more even. Yeah. Uh, Yes, Light Holler is kind of more of a main character than the others but but otherwise we sort of see equal parts of everything uh while in james cameron's titanic (laughs) in my opinion and here is sort of one of my controversial opinions come in he spends way too much time on jack and rose because i don't care about jack and rose sorry it's a romance (laughs) film i don't care you have to to reconcile with this fact (laughs) No, I don't care. It takes. I, I don't. I, I know. I wrote this to you at, at when I was watching it. It takes like one hour forty minutes before the yes. ship actually sinks in Titanic. Uh, in a night to remember, it takes up like forty minutes, which is an hour less. And it really, is as far as I'm concerned, uh, is better pacing of. Um, yeah. No. It. I, I agree. Like it's. It's almost surprising when it when it comes around it's like whoa we're already hitting the iceberg like it's it's because i feel like if you if titanic 97 is is the reference point mm. then it just feels weird that they hit the iceberg so early but at the same time like because you don't have that romance plot and all those intrigues and layers mm. in that sort of drama then, then really, what's the point? Apart from setting up, like, here are our characters, here's how the boat works when it's, when it's the ideal day and everything is fine, everyone is, like, doing their thing, going on this expensive, nice boat. Like, apart from that, like, what, 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 what are you going to spend the time on? No, the drama starts, and the, almost the plot and the intrigue, that starts when the accident happens, mm. when the commun- miscommunication start happening, like, when people try to solve things, um or when they behave erratically like that's that's the drama and titanic Mm. is made up of all of these different kinds of people and all of these different kinds of like interactions and and small emergencies everywhere so i mean you you couldn't put it at a later point in this film you'd have to like i don't know you'd have to you'd have to create a story which which would make it a different film basically Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I, I really, really like A Night to Remember. It's like one of my, I would honestly say, one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm, I and I, that, I yeah. really like how it 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 takes its time to introduce things, but then it doesn't it doesn't take too long to also make things happen. Like yeah. I think th- the striking of the iceberg happens at the right point in the movie, and mm-hmm. then it it spends a good chunk of screen time of actually sort of detailing all these things we do yeah. know about what happened afterwards when the boat was sinking or when the ship was sinking, I yeah. should say. Uh, and and part of that is that it focuses on California and Carpathia, among other things, mm. <laughs> while James Cameron has so much focus on building his love story. And fair enough, he has a different focus on his film than yeah. I to remember. I get that. But he spends so much time building that and then when the actually act, the actual sinking is happened, he's still focused on them. Yeah. Because even as the boat is going down, he's focused on Rose rescuing Jack because he's been handcuffed to this railing. And, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yes. Oh, he yes. was handcuffed to a railing at one point. Yes, I forgot <laughs> or some about pipe, that. Or some pipe or something. I don't remember what it was. But, yes. But, but yeah. Because oh. e- even as the accident ha- is happening, he spent so much time with them. And I'm just sitting there like, I want to see Carpathia. <laughs> because yes. I, I know, I know that like, that is going on at the same time. Over there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I know all these things that are happening. And I'm just like, but I'm missing out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And like... Um, there's also like the difference because it happens so fast in a night to remember and the night to remember is like a long film like it's two hours so it's like it's a long film but you spend so much time and and since it also you know it it doesn't have this focus on like jack and rose so it gives you so many um what you um 
things that happened on board the ship and on board the other two ships. Uh, whereas in Titanic 97, there is a lot of like made up drama happening between Jack and Rose, like the handcuff thing. Like these things mm. take time. So mm. they take time away from others' dramas that are happening all over the ship. Which makes, in my mind, I, it's not fresh in my mind, so, but, but how I remember it, I remember the accident being like, it went so fast. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. there was like, oh no, an iceberg, and then just water, <clears throat> you know, and then they're run, running up and down the stairs trying to get to to the the, the, the top of the uh, ship. Whereas here, like, it's just like it's almost like agonizingly slow. It's like, oh, I just almost wish they'd put an end to it. Like, it's so horrible, <laughs> and then, like just. But it, I mean, it was. It took hours for the ship. Yes, to and that's what I, I like that yeah. when I say agonizing. Yeah. It's like in a good way because it's just yeah. like. People had time to go back to their cabins to get like a, a toy pig. She had time to go back to get a toy pig, one of the characters in mm. Night to Remember. Like that's the that's how the accident, like how Titanic sank. Like people had time to like go, oh no, I want to have a different outfit. Like they could almost like fuck around <laughs> because because it didn't seem emergency enough mm. um mm. and then when when the water really came up and then it's like too late <laughs> we're out of boats we're out of everything <laughs> yes basically so i i really liked that but like it was agony to watch because it's like oh god damn it why are you going down again like why are you <laughs> why aren't the third third class passengers coming up like can't you see like there's room and there's everything like just let them up mm. <laughs> like yeah, it was just like yeah heartbreaking is probably the right word absolutely yes yeah <laughs> <sighs> yeah well it's um it's a good film it's a very very yes. good film um, yes i honestly it's an excellent film like everything about it and um I, I do get why people like James Cameron's Titanic. I do get it. I don't uh, like it. I I watched it the first time like a year after that came come out mm. on VHS. My sisters uh, rented it and I watched it with them. Uh, I was eight years old, roughly. Um, and it honestly left a very little impression on me. Um, I, I do remember it well. Like, I have good me- or I have clear memories, I should say, of watching it at that point. But the movie itself left me kind of unaffected. And then prior to this, making this podcast episode, I watched it for a second time in my <laughs> life. I have only I have only seen James Cameron's I think twice in my life, uh, and I'm now 33 years old, and I watched it for a second time, and I kind of felt the same thing. Like I was mm. mostly unmoved by it. Mm. And I understand that most people don't have that reaction. Most people, they cry their tears out when Jack dies. And I'm just like, oh, come on. I, like, I'm, I, I just feel like, oh, do you ha- was, did, did that have to be the ending? Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I've always felt like, I know like tragic, uh, like it's, oh, it's such a tragic love story. But I always kind of felt like maybe Jack should have just lived anyways. Because I, I just you need a little bit of happy in the end of that film. It wouldn't have made it quite as iconic, but sometimes I just want happy endings for yeah. my films, basically. Yeah, I'm torn on that one. I don't I don't really know what I would have liked as an ending because I wasn't... Well, you weren't invested. Then, no, like, then, then it doesn't invested. matter. Then, then no. it's like, whatever, you know. Yeah. But I... I definitely loved Titanic when I watched it when I was uh, a child and a teenager. But it's been many years since I watched it. I don't even know if I were in my twenties yeah. the last <laughs> quite, time I quite, watched it. To be quite honest, in- interestingly, um, I got talking about this with my coworkers uh, that yeah. I was going to watch uh, yeah. these again, and and I sort of said that oh, I'm not really a fan of James Cameron's Titanic. And one of my coworkers, she has a daughter who is the same age as me, and yeah. she said that. She remember when her daughter watched it the first time, kind of in the same age as I was when I saw it the first time. And she said that her daughter sort of cried her eyes out and just 
kept watching the movie like over and over again and loved it and i'm just like i wish i wish i had that experience but i didn't i mean you want to get engaged by things and like be like oh you know like that like it's always like sad when you're not part of the gang almost like it's so interesting here we are two girls we don't know each other we still don't know each other i've never met her but the same age we watched the movie and we have vastly different experiences with it (laughs) it's it's really interesting (laughs) yeah definitely (laughs) but you know i i think i told you this when we when we um met in person actually Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) uh that i that I probably would love uh, Titanic when I when I rewatch it eventually. I would like to watch, it, especially well with a night to remember fresh in my mind. So I'm hoping, like in a few months, I'll get to watch it again when I have those three hours um, for this guy. But, but anyways, um, and, and I'm sure I'm gonna love it. I'm sure I'm gonna like be like, oh no, oh Jack, no Rose, like be all like sad and and uh, in the drama and everything. Um, but I can I can see, like, if it's not the story, if you're not invested in that story, then the movie falls for you, of course. Mm. And man, I mean, you can be sort of still like, oh yeah, it's technically impressive and it's it's amazing that he made all of these sets like to the millimeter almost. And I will say a night to remember to go back to our (laughs) actual film for this podcast, but a night to remember, I have to say it looks really good as well. Like it looks really good. Um, Like I was very, very impressed with the, the sets and, and everything like the miniature when they had the tiny boats that didn't look too good. I was like, you probably should have, pulled out the camera a little bit from but apart from that it looked it looked very good as well like um but but of course like that dedication that james cameron had to details in that regard is Mm. very impressive and is um um, applaudable applaudable is that a word applaudable like i want like yeah good job cameron i Ah, can appreciate you being you know a nerd like that i can appreciate of applause yes 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 (laughs) not (laughs) applaudable (laughs) I'll just make up my own language, okay? That's that's what I'll. That's my new project. That is how language is invented. I'm just saying. Exactly, exactly. So you can't stop me. Like my, come my at old, me, yeah, imaginary my old math, enemy. My old math teacher used to be like that when he was lecturing. He was like, he would come to a word and he was like, "Is that a word?" Well, now it is a word because I, I said it. <laughs> I, I had, I had an English an English teacher. I, I'm not gonna say shame me, but like almost made fun of me because I, I remember like asking some word. I was like, "What is this word?" And it was like, "I think you put three words together and made it up." I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> that was awkward. Um, but uh, yeah, and I to remember. I don't know what else to say about it. Really, it was it was really excellent. Um, the actor played light. Toller was uh, handsome and good-looking as well. Um, if yeah. if that's also that something that sells the movie for you, it, it's got <laughs> eye candy as well. You know, it's for everyone, <laughs> basically. <laughs> so many good-looking people in it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, like I said earlier, I love a light to remember. Uh, do I think it's the perfect rendition of? the events surrounding the Titanic. No, probably not. But it's a damn good film. <laughs> and here's the thing. Movies aren't documentaries. Exactly. That's yes. the thing you always got to keep in mind when you watch these things. Like, it, yeah. So. Very, very, very true. Yeah. But but still, it is impressive how close to real events that both yeah. films kept it. Um, yeah. I was uh, actually... I... Prior to, well, not prior to watching the movies this time around, I knew more of Titanic. But the first time I watched The Night to Remember, I didn't actually know um, that much about it. And I was surprised at how much was actually known at that time. Like, I I thought that we had sort of discovered things much later uh, Mm. surrounding the events. But no, we we knew most of it uh, Quite early. But they they had a lot of hearings and things like that, things like that, right? Yes. And like witness yes. statements and and all of these sort of documentations and and yes. things 
that they've so put together really, because like there were probably insurance things that they had to deal with so yeah, yeah. you know they wanted um, the effects basically really the only thing that differs is that when they filmed the night remember we hadn't mm. discovered the wrecks so there were yeah. parts of that that we didn't know but but sure yeah. otherwise it's yeah, like in, in that pitch dark, I don't see how anyone can know anything apart from the boat that they were sitting on. Uh, I mean, it would be total darkness. So, you yeah. know. In, I think it's in... Well, it could be moonlight, though. Yeah, yeah Sorry, but, I, but... I, was just, I was just getting to that. I think in James Cameron's Titanic, there is maybe moonlight. And I'm, I'm not sure about the night remember. I don't remember. Um, but that's sort of just so we actually can see things i don't believe there yeah. were actually moonlights at the, at the point when hmm. i was thinking it was very hmm. very dark uh, I, oh well the, one the, lady said she could see the the north no the the pole star yes the yeah. only way the people sort of the people on the lifeboats as they were rowing away or drifting away from the ship the only way they could sort of see still see the ship was by how much of the stars it was covering like you can see like oh, oh here it is because here i don't see the stars yeah um and some people did actually say at the time that i think the ship broke in two some people oh. said no and that was sort of a controversy because the ship breaking in two was sort of a sign of, of poor quality or something i don't oh. know it, it, oh they were did, they, people they didn't, didn't agree on it <laughs> they weren't like oh it's so freaking heavy <laughs> that it's <laughs> it's it's gonna snap <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't mock people uh, when I can barely do basic math. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was an excellent uh, film. And I'm uh, really happy that you um, that you um, picked it for us to watch. Yes. I would like to say here, uh, we didn't say it in the beginning, but sort of a disclaimer that we had planned this long before oh, the yeah, Titan that's Gate good that you, Ocean yes. Gate titan submersible yeah accidents um i think we we agreed on in this in like january or something i didn't yes. even like consider yes. that when introducing our episode but yeah this is this is not anything to do with that um disaster that, or yeah that, that's tragedy a, you know that's a yeah that's a story all onto itself um I and would if like, they I follow w- in the footsteps of Titanic, there's going to be a film about it <laughs> sooner <laughs> yes. than there should be, probably. Uh, yeah, probably. Sadly yes. enough. But, yes. Uh, <laughs> I will say that I, I am following sort of the investigation on that. And, and I'm mm. probably when they release a report on what happened, I will probably read it uh, because it's been interesting uh, yeah. to yeah follow along with the almost events. like wild west uh of that yes. business model is um concerning yes. <laughs> i will say <laughs> i said from like the first time i heard of the submersible having gone missing i said it's imploded and it's on the bottom of the ocean but then mm. the press kept doing this oh they yeah. have 96 hours left of oxygen and i'm just like no no they don't <laughs> they 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 do that and i think it's it's i think it's because like when there are accidents with sub um submarines that are not on the same depths you know but mm. we've had like those kinds of accidents and and they've been like banging on the hull and everything and it's mm. like so heartbreaking and awful to read about but but there is actually ways to rescue them then and, and and i think the mode of journalism is what we expect when when something this hmm, newsworthy is probably the wrong word but it's extraordinary like mm. this this that it is it's, it is it's a, weird going down to Titanic and then... It is a very unique you know. event. We haven't yes, really had exactly. anything like this happen yes. before. So I, I get it why the press was yeah. so interested in it. I get it. it. I wasn't surprised <laughs> either. Like no, the way no. it was like just all over the news all the time. Doesn't mm. surprise me at all. Um, so... And I, yeah. I, I, will, I will also say this as... Like I said, I, I'm hugely interested in shipwrecks and i've read a lot about it and i watch a lot of documentaries and if someone offered me to go down and see the wreck of the titanic i would probably say yes because i would love to see that but i will also give a little hint or recommendation or just a pro tip here uh, britannic titanic's sister ship 
uh, that sunk, uh, I think, due to a mine or a torpedo in, in, mm. in the World War. Uh, her wreck lies at around 100 meters. And uh, you can, when the, the water is clear, you can see it from the surface. And it's much safer to go down and see that one. And she looks pretty much the same meters? As yes. I mean, you could, you could <laughs> scuba dive that almost. When Britain, just to sort of illustrate how yeah. actually shallow that is, when Britannic sunk, I think, I, don't quote me on this, but I think like her bow. It might have been the stern. Uh, I don't yeah. remember which ends are first. But her bow, one end of her, struck the bottom while her other end was still above surface. Oh, <laughs> no. That's bizarre. Yes. But, but that's how shallow down those down? waters are. So, yeah. But then it went down. Yes. Right. Then all of it went down. But oh, cool. She, she was actually sort of resting on the bottom when parts of her were still above surface. Oh, I know what I'm YouTubing later. <laughs> Diving videos <laughs> from Britannica. Britannica, right? That's yeah, the word. Britannic. yeah, Britannica. Yeah, there yeah. were there were Britannic, Britannic, Britannic and Olympic. Those were the, the yeah. three sister ships. Um, and also, you can list. You can listen on YouTube. They've made sort of a reconstruction of um, like the messages they sent. Titanic sent out. Yeah. So it, it's like Morse code, but. You have it with yeah. the subtitles. Uh, Olympic, her sister ship, is actually one of the, the ships that responds to the distress call. And they say, like, no we're way. really far away, but we, we, we will come to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. The drama, it never ends with Titanic. And I think no, that's no. that's the thing with it. Like, it's, it's just so many stories from it and so many layers, like you... Um, went through earlier why this is why it's so yes. iconic yes. Um, so yeah but I'm, I'm I mean I'm YouTubing that I want to see diving videos from <laughs> Britannic definitely to, to be fair you know since Britannic was uh, a hospital ship during yes. the war at that point of course she doesn't have like the fancy luxury yeah. interior designs that has sort of been stripped and, and she's more functional she's a functional yeah. warship but still or, um hospital ships at that point yes but still yes it's it's pretty close to titanic and it's much much safer to go see her <laughs> oh so definitely <laughs> or maybe if you want to i don't know why i felt the need to pitch our swedish uh <laughs> <Skeppet> vasa <laughs> But I just feel like if you yeah. really want to be safe when you visit the ship, you could visit the Vasa ship in Stockholm. That's from the 16th century and is uh, on land yeah, uh, it's because it was very impressive. Up. Yeah, I've, yes. I've been I've been there once and I would very much like to go back. Yes, uh, because I've been there twice and it, yeah. it's it's awesome. There, I could go there three or four times more. Yes. I feel like it's it's incredible um, how. Um, because of the way that it sank uh, before it even <laughs> left that the was, harbor. That, that was I'm also laughing, a maiden voyage. Like, yes. <laughs> uh, so another, another vanity project almost like just... <laughs> let's, uh, let's not talk about the shame, yes. the Swedish shame of the exactly. Vasa sinking. And now the Swedish uh, pride of having a massive museum <laughs> with a massive the, the 16th best century ship. 16th century wooden ship i think it yes. is or something you know yes. they really planned ahead when they did that and we appreciate <laughs> them for it so, so ju- just for people who don't know vasa was so poorly designed that she was very top heavy so essentially she just sort of fell over like yeah, like there, there, was, there was just like something. just like a small wind and she just <laughs> It was like you put, I don't know, like a bean or something on the... It was just a flop. <laughs> it's, it's just... I mean, of course, tragedy and everything. But sometimes you also got to laugh at the at the futile attempts by humanity to do stuff, I guess. Well, holy hell, Linnea. We yes. have traversed the oceans uh, today. Um, you know, I feel like... Just like go watch... Um, a Night to Remember. It's an excellent film. It's bizarre to me how few uh, reviews it's got on like Rotten Tomatoes and pages like that. It's It feels mm. like a sleeper for some reason. I don't know why, but um, 
go watch it. it i mean i watched it on youtube it was a colorized version which annoyed me a little bit but it was uh, free <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and Fair it was enough. like hd too yeah. so you know yeah. You, yeah. why not <laughs> yeah i massively uh recommend a night to remember yeah um i think a lot a reason a lot of people haven't watched it is probably because they've seen james cameron's titanic and they kind of feel like oh well it's you you know do I need to watch another Titanic yeah. film? Yes, you do, because it's a great <laughs> film. <laughs> and James Cameron's no, Titanic is vastly overrated. <laughs> and I'm the peacemaker. I'm like, well, they're, they're great for different reasons. <laughs> but, but one is clearly better than the other. <laughs> I will say, like, since A Night to Remember is the last one I've seen of the two it i mean it was it was really 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 good so i feel like i might prefer it if i watch titanic 97 now um but i still appreciate a tragic well-made love story if it is well made though that likes down to subjective opinions of course but watch a night to remember at least i think it's well worth your time and also a note on the whole youtube thing if you watch the hd colorized version it cuts out of the end so then you need to go find a different <laughs> lower quality what? on youtube i just want to point that out there so you're not like oh wow that ended oh. abruptly no it's, oh. it didn't end there you need to check the ending out the, the things we cheapskates do uh, it's incredible you had the chance to watch it with me when you were visiting watch it on dvd well, in the original black and white very good looking yes. well i just want to point out there were two other people and we watched <laughs> the most appropriate film for that company though so i'm true. i'm still very happy about that film night so true, true. <laughs> also a film we should do for this podcast at one point though i freaking love romancing the stone so you know yeah we'll yeah. get to that at some point absolutely but hey who the time has passed we need to wrap this up i think <laughs> <coughs> yes so, uh, yeah, people, have you watched A Night to Remember? Or maybe you're interested in watching it now that you've heard us talk about it. Well, uh, if you want to share your, fo- your thoughts and opinions with us, you can reach us at starcrashpodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And uh, tune in next time as we t- sit down and talk about another movie. Bye-bye. Also, if you have the, tit- the lost Titanic film from a few months after the <laughs> actual <laughs> Titanic accident, we would love to also get our hands on that. Just a side note. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>